Cheers. It's a beautiful day in Alabama. It's a beautiful day in Alabama. <laughs> this is the podcast. We are all psychic. I am Lisa Rusick. And I am Misty Lord. That's who she is. That's who that is. And Misty, do you think we're all psychic? I think we are. What do you think? I think we're all psychic. That's why we do this all podcast. All right, well then let's go. So listeners or watchers, this is a video podcast on Spotify. We're having omens and wine today mm-hmm. in this beautiful day in Alabama. Mm-hmm. So Misty, would you like to tell the listeners like what exactly an omen is according to internet well in according to the uh wikipedia definition <laughs> an omen also called a uh, portent is a phenomenal that is believed to foretell the future often signifying uh, signifying. Uh, signifying i've had too much wine already too much wine One too, much wine. too much wine the uh event of change and it also is believed that omens bring divine messages from the gods. Or the angels. Or the angels. Yeah. Or anything. I think omens are pretty yeah, cool, don't omens you? Omens are awesome. Yeah. So, like, this weird thing happened. Listen, so I, I was talking to Misty. I wanted to do an omens podcast because we have it. And it's, like, a fun topic. It is. And the first thing that I thought of, other than counting crows, was when I was at my old apartment. This is my new place. It's beautiful. It's my porch. It's like the sheet tent. Plus, yeah, <laughs> got the fan built in yeah, already. This is lovely out here. This is yeah. Um, but at the old place, we would go in our back doors. It was townhouses, and um, mine was in between two others. And everything was cement in the back of the parking lot. And we park and then walk to our doors. Everything was cement, no plants, you know, no grass. But when Misty came over to visit me one time, <laughs> I had a dandelion growing, a weed growing out of the crack in my, like between my little tiny porch and the road or <laughs> the you know the parking lot and the road where the crack and is. she was like i want to pull that and i was like no don't pull the dandelion i almost did i didn't tell her why but at the time i thought of it kind of as an omen of like somebody who's starting over in a rough environment feeling uncomfortable but still can blossom and i didn't want her to pick it i want to tell her that oh I, I, thought, well, I thought i sound like a crazy person no. I, mean, I should be used to sounding like good people think or yeah, it's just me. But uh, yeah, so that's that was an example of for me that was an omen that when that dandelion came up that I would persevere. Like I was this close to picking that stuff. You were, you asked. Yeah. You, you were bent down. I, I mean, I wasn't even gonna ask. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna do this for her. You were bent down and just like uh, 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 yeah, that was when I was going in. Yeah. And then when I was coming out, I was like, Let me do it. <laughs> she was like, Don't do it, don't touch it. I was like, I'm glad I asked because I was fixing to get that sucker. <laughs> she was fixing. I like to, to pick them out of my garden. Yeah. It's just a habit. Yeah. I know some people who just love gardening like that. And I know you're one of them. Yeah. Um, another another omen, the listeners, this is the one probably everybody's heard of is uh, counting crows. Yes. Um, so with when you count, uh, counting crows is an old kind of urban legend. And I printed something off the internet. This one I always liked. And it ha- I have a story to associate with this list. Because when I first found this list was when I met my friend Akasha around that same time and I went to visit her and I she gave me a deal on something I bought and I gave her something else that I had we just got along really well but there was money exchanged and she cut me a deal and and something else and when I got home five crows took off so I went and looked up this list right away they were all my yard they landed and then they took off wow so in this list the five crows is a positive transaction oh I wouldn't (laughs) have done that Yeah. yeah so here's the list one crow signifies bad luck possible death that's kind of yeah, i don't want to see one crow and then two crows good luck and change for the better mm. so three crows a celebration a possible marriage 
or a birth of a girl. Really? That's what that one says. I like that. Yeah. And then four crows is birth of a boy or a significant event having to do with the sun, a sun. Huh. (laughs) So five crows, we've done that one. Positive transaction. (laughs) And six crows. I want this one. Golden wealth. Yeah, me too. Let me know when you see them. Although a positive transaction was pretty good. (laughs) It is, it is, but I'll go for the six. The seven crows is interesting. A secret. And then eight crows, something profound or a life-altering experience. Interesting. And then we have a nine crows. The notes passion or something unusual. So passion is unusual. It is unusual. <laughs> oh, no, it says sensual. I misread it. Something sensual. Oh, <laughs> that sensual, makes sense. passion, whatever. <laughs> unusual, sensual, and passion. That's right. <laughs> Ten crows denotes something overwhelming. And mm. then 11 crows, uncertainty. And then 12 crows is fulfillment. So how many crows have you seen at one time in all that list? Just, uh, well, one time I, when I was at that house. Yeah, that you were looking at. The haunted at? house that I was looking at, yeah. there were 15. And that there weren't 15 on this list. So I just did one in five. And it was signifies bad luck, possible death, and a successful transaction for that house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wanted to get us listeners. That it did. House we talked about a That's long time creepy. ago. I don't think I would have went for that one. We didn't mm-hmm. after that. And it was very strange because when we were at this place, uh, when we brought the boys, that everything was different. The stairs were suddenly too narrow for the boys to walk up because their feet are really big. But the stairs weren't like that when we went the first time. Yeah. It was just strange. Anyway, that, well, that's, I'm glad that didn't go through. Yeah, so that in that case, that was uh, you know, that was a, a crow where I had to you know do little numerology, break it down. as <laughs> one and five, and if you want to count the five, that was smart. If you want to count the one and five together, gold wealth for six for the house. I guess if you were there, it was going to take our souls. We were the golden wealth. Yeah, <laughs> there are. I want to live don't there. Have any of that, but... You want to live there? I want to live there. <laughs> some hey, people nobody got time for that. You know, I've told some people that story, and they're like, "I would love to live in a haunted house." And oh like, mm. yeah, you might want to visit one yeah. for a minute, but you don't want to live right. in one. No, right. no, 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 no. I've watched too many stories. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no, no. So what, what kind of omens have you learned about her? Well, one that is not my favorite, I will start off with, is snakes. I am totally terrified. And her husband loves snakes. them. Yeah, <laughs> and my husband is obsessed with them. Weird combo. What a love will do. But, um, yeah, I, I hate snakes. I don't care how big they are, how small they are. I'm just terrified of them. Well, um, as far as, like, animals and omens, snakes actually... Um, in many cultures, uh, they're tied to the cycle of life, um, death Ouroboros, and Ouroboros. rebirth. Yeah. And um, it also, um, it, there's a, a connection too from uh, snakes emerging from its holes sig- signifies the beginning of spring, kind of oh, like, like the groundhog. Right, like the oh, groundhog. Okay. Um, but where it got me is it can signify like, the rebirth thing um so what happened was is i was on walking outside my front door and there was a big ass snake and it was black and it was huge and i mean huge i saw thick. that snake i remember seeing yes snake. i yeah. made her stay and i like see it. Snake. <laughs> yeah. i was like no Mm-mm. so anyway i opened the door and i see this big ass snake and uh we found the hole later on so it had already made its little home right there in front of my house and and uh so like I was at that time, I was having a really hard time with dealing with a lot of sickness and uh, there was a lot going on in my life. 
But when I saw the snake, it didn't, like, I was the first one to see it. It didn't try to harm me. It didn't do anything like that. It just kind of went its own little way. And um, so I thought about it and I read about it and I was like, you know, that snake's trying to tell me something. And come to find out, it was trying to tell me that there's going to be a lot of rebirth coming up in your life and a lot of change for the better and, and, and opening and awakening and I'll be danged about that would happen. <laughs> yeah, that was right when we started doing the podcast. That yes, was the first time was. I came to your house, it I think, when I saw that snake. It the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, she, it told her what, what. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, no. And then it kept it coming back. Snake. Yeah, it was a sweet snake. It was. I, I like snakes, so it was it just was. a sweet little face. And, and I tried to get my husband to just, I, I didn't want him to kill it. So I was like, pick it up. And go put it over there mm. to the neighbor's yard or something. Let's transform the neighbor's lives. Right. And, 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 and Justin was like, no, I'm not doing that. It's here for a reason. It likes it here. Smart, Justin. Yeah. He was like, it's He's staying. Right. And I was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> but eventually, I don't know. I think it was about conquering fear as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Because there's, there's and a black snake. Blacks are like the mysteries and protection. And but, stuff like you know, that. it turned out to be one of the best snakes you can have. Yeah. It was a chicken snake. Was that? Was, what or a rat snake. One of those two. The ones that eat other snakes. Oh, perfect snake for you. It oh was. So if I were to have a snake, it had to be that one. That's the one you would one. want. Yeah. yeah. And then he showed me a video the other day of the snake, the same snake I saw, um, eating a rattlesnake. And I was oh. like, that's interesting. Oh, that's a tough snake. It, they are tough. <sighs> I tell you. In Alabama, they will eat you. That is like seriously telling you something. <laughs> yeah, it did. I'll tell you that. Um, so, I'm oh, sorry. I was just making sure we're still recording. Our screen went dark. But that's happened before and it doesn't. Yeah, it didn't affect We're it. Good. Okay. So another thing I want to talk about with omens is um, cats, black cats. So a lot of people think a black cat crossing your path is bad luck. But when I've researched into that, it looks like all over the world in different countries, it's either bad or good. It's just considered different in different cultures. Um, yeah, it is. And the same thing with a white cat. I think in Japan, the white cat is lucky. That's probably where the lucky cat came from. And I think in England, the white cat is unlucky. Or so it's something like I've read like different places, like one's lucky, one's unlucky. There's a lot of differences of opinion, but you know, in the States where we live, it's usually if a black cat crosses your Oh path. yeah. Yeah. Bad luck. Bad luck, but it's not true. No. <laughs> but that's an omen. Up. That's an example of, you know, mm -hmm. like it suddenly crosses your path. So like whenever I think of an omen portenting like the future, it's something that stands out. Or per, you know, telling you something about your environment, for example. Like when I used to live with my ex-husband um we had a pair of mated cardinals and a pair of mated blue jays in the yard which they don't get along blue jays and cardinals don't get along oh wow and um i looked into that and what i read that it really really because it's really hard to find anything about that but this was I bet. What, this is what i felt at this time is a, a mismatched couple lives in this house and wow and, that's really good yeah and just yeah. a few months later we separated so um wow they, they'd been in our yard for a long time and i finally just kind of looked into it you know i was like what is this that mean? was really smart to do yeah <laughs> and then they were telling yeah. me you know they were and um and then a hawk you know the hawks i have i didn't talk about the hawks and when no. we were getting ready so hawks i, I love birds as open i did um, too while back i just started seeing hawks all the time like everywhere first time was going to hartzell and I was driving right into Hartzell. This huge hawk came down and it was like, oh, it was all meaty and I wanted to eat it. And I just wanted to eat it. I remember that really strange feeling. Like I wanted to eat this hawk. <laughs> it looked delicious. And uh, I, never had that I know it was weird. And, yeah. uh, and it, but it was, it flew right next to my car for a minute and then went across it. And um, 
I can't just kept seeing them. And whenever they were low like that, I would want to eat it. I just had this like feeling of wanting to eat it. And mm. I asked Ruthann, the Reiki uh, teacher who taught me Reiki about it. I told her about it. And then I figured out what it was. She's like, well, I think it's a message. So she said, just keep working on it. There's a message there. And, you know, you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And um, when I met my boyfriend, started dating him, I stopped seeing hawks. I'll still see one occasionally, but it's not like, hey, I'm a hawk. Yeah. You know, but I not this a place that I moved into, but there was a house I applied for. And when I went to look at it, I didn't get that house. But when I went to look for it, that was the last time I saw, like, I had a hawk crossing my path kind of situation. Like, it crossed my path. And it was a red-shouldered uh, hawk. They're called red-shouldered. Uh, there, there's, a, like, a longer name. I can't remember the whole name. But, um, and I just thought that was, that. that's my new boyfriend. I, you know, I just made me think of him because <laughs> I'd already made the association that the hawks are men. And you didn't want to eat him. Well, I made the association that the hawks are men. Yeah. And, and, and these are the options, you know, and that yeah. was what the hunger feeling was, you know, it's kind of like a metaphor, maybe a different kind of appetite. Right, right. And um, so I, I saw this, this red shoulder uh, and, my, and my new boyfriend has red hair. So that's why. That, hey, yeah. that's cool. That's why I was, and he, this, this hawk was on the roof and he poked his head out and flew over to like the side where I was and then went back and flew into the neighbor's yard. He just wanted me to see him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I he read about that him. and it says red shouldered hawk will make you, will, will lead you to your home is what the meaning of that. Wasn't that cool? Yeah. And but I didn't get the house, which face, weird, but like, still, hey, yeah, but, that, yeah. But, that, but the thing I thought of was my boyfriend. So, yeah. you know, and, um, I think he is leading me home. <laughs> I think he is too. <laughs> so Misty, what about butterflies? Oh my gosh, here we go. Butterflies. <laughs> I love butterflies. Always have, always will. Cheers to butterflies. Cheers to butterflies. Mm. I love the butterflies. They're so colorful and they're butterflies. Butterflies. Everybody got butterflies. Maybe not okay. that So like ever since I was little, I can even remember playing outside at my grandmother's house. There was always butterflies around. And I loved them. And I'd had my butterfly catching nest and I'd try to catch them. Mm. And they're hard to catch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it entertained me and it got the energy out. So whatever. But yeah, I've always loved butterflies and they've always seemed to come around me. Um, I've had so many experiences with them. And finally, when I got older, I realized that they weren't just experiences. Like they were trying to tell me something. I remember going outside this woman's house and... I was walking out the door and there was butterflies everywhere in her yard. And I was like, look, look around. There's butterflies everywhere. And the people weren't even paying attention to it. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, look at the butterflies. They're <laughs> everywhere. And they didn't care. And I was like, that's my animal. They're trying to tell me something, you know. And I found out that they were trying to tell me that, you know what, you're on the right pre- you're on the right path. And that you're growing and that we're with you was the feeling that I always got. And I looked the definition up and guess what it was? Basically the same thing. And then when I left that house, I was like, this is so cool. And nobody else would get excited like I would. And I was driving home and I want you to know every five minutes a butterfly would go by me. <gasps> you didn't tell you, me that part. Yeah, they would come by. And, and every time I'm driving, a lot of times when I'm driving, um, I'll see a yellow butterfly and I'll be like, oh. Aww. I'm with you, baby. Love I love it. I love, I love it. I have a moth-related story. Tell me about your moth. <laughs> My white moths. Um, when I moved into this place, I had a, a white moth that it's, it's spring. It was it was it was April twentieth when I moved in. I around there, and um, 
there was a white moth in my apartment right when I moved in. And I'm like, that's a winter moth. What's a white moth doing in here? Yeah, right. And, um, you know, of course, I was I looked it up and tried to figure out meanings. And it's like a lot like butterflies, transformations. And um, uh, but the white moth in particular um, had something to do with um, like transforming yourself like what what your essence is uh and it also talks about like uh i'm gonna get those before they fly yeah. <laughs> uh but anyway i had a dream that night a couple nights later because like moth would be everywhere because he every time in a weird place like one time i picked up a piece like a, a bar of soap off the sink that was kind of tilted and it was on the other side like it was in weird places i went to the fireplace there's a fireplace on there Yay! and, I, and a bar. I went to get something and a wet bar uh, it's got a bunch of candles in it <laughs> and um he was like sitting right behind something on uh, that i was moving on the fireplace uh mantle and i was just like where is this thing coming so i had a dream after about four days of this i had a dream that this porch was full of cocoons of white moths and then a few days ago, I came out and I've been finding white dead moths all like are living. They're just in here. They're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. There's no nests. I mean, no. there's no uh, cocoons, but there's all these white moths. I know. And so I'm still kind of like trying to figure this one out for yeah. sure, but it's yeah. just really cool. So listeners, mm. if you fuzzy. know what that you know could yeah. mean, please let us know. Leave Write us a voice us. message on Anchor please or email. Do. Yeah, yeah we would love to, love to know what's going on with this. This moth, I feel good about it. I like the moth. Yeah. I, I, I bled him outside when, I, when he landed on something I could carry out. Um, and that I, that, so it's not just many of him. I don't think. I don't right, think right, do that. right, right, right. <laughs> but there's a dead one right over there. Maybe if I get some oomph, I'll go get it and show it to you. <laughs> no, I think I'll let him rest. In peace. Yeah. That's an yeah. omen. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch the dead moth. No, not good. Um, let's see. What about Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th. Yeah. It's a, okay. So like everybody thinks that's like a bad day. Yeah. I have never had a bad day on Friday the 13th. I always, <laughs> always have fun. a great day on Friday the 13th. Well, 13 is a cat number. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a number that cats like. Oh, really? And uh, if you count one plus three, it's four. And that's the angel number. There so, you go. Mm. <laughs> that's why so it's Saturday lucky. the 14th is really the day you want to be scared of, just like the movie in the 80s. Because if you add, you know, one and five, wait, four one and, and four, four. And one and four, you get five. And that's changes and nobody likes change no. <laughs> they change is terrifying mm-hmm. <laughs> some of them are yeah um there was oh i have a kind of sad story a sad omen story to tell about the white possum so um i had a cat named roxy and i loved roxy very much and she was ouija's daughter when she got a little older about six i think she started going kind of mad and and her father was our cat and he he went feral and, um, but she just kind of went, it's like she was losing her mind, her memory, her, she was, she, she just wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. She just sit on the back porch and space out. Well, we noticed, um, my son, Terry noticed a white possum outside the house and told me about it. And I was like, really? I've never seen a white, like an albino possum. I've never like, seen yeah. one either. And I went and a few days later, I was, uh, on the back porch with Roxy looking for her. And I just sat down and, uh. I can't remember what else I was doing. I was doing something else out there. I was looking for her and doing so. I sat down on the couch in the back porch and this white possum walked out of the laundry room cat door because we had like a laundry room connected to the house on the outside with a cat door going in and then another cat door in the inside of the house. This white possum walks out this cat door, looks at me and then just walks on out 
and then walked back in and walked in the cat door. And I was like, what the heck is going no on? No joke. I was like, white possum. And yeah. um, I figured out uh, like the hard way what it meant. Um, a few days later, Roxy went missing and I figured out she probably got coyote got her but up to that point what we didn't realize we couldn't find them but roxy had been killing you know chipmunks and stuff like that and stashing them in weird places on the porch and the possums were coming to eat them oh so uh, a white possum the omen is easy prey so if you see a white possum keep your pets in because that means that means there's because you know a coyote or an owl is gonna see that white possum it's warning you that your pets are in danger Oh, that. I'm glad you told me that so, story. So, um, you know, if anyone ever tells me they see a white possum, it's just really easy prey for like anything to see. So, yeah, I'm any, glad your, you said your that. Your creatures are in danger too. Put them in the telling house. You, yeah, it's yes. letting you know. Hey, you know. That's so crazy. That was a weird one. Yeah, yeah that was sad, uh, but um, very and, sad. But I'm not, you know, so like an uplifting one is it was a raven, right? A bird, ravens. Yes. So if you see a raven, you're gonna find a witch. Oh. <gasps> Find a witch somewhere nearby. There's a raven around here when I moved in. So some of my, mm. one of my neighbors is a witch. Yeah, she's a witch. <laughs> <Or he. laughs> yeah, dude, witch. Do <laughs> you have any more omen stories for our listeners? No, but I, think. I like the ones that you've said. I'm trying to think of any more. Hmm. I mean, there's so many. There there's are just like a million. I'm sure. Oh, listeners, oh we got one. Would yes. Tell? Do you know that if you see a pile of poop somewhere? That that is a bad omen and you shouldn't look at it. It'll bring bad luck. <laughs> but you didn't know that, did you? But if you step in it. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> if you step in it, just don't look at it. Yeah. And when you're cleaning don't your shoes, look just, just at the poo. Why yeah. is it bad luck to look at it? I didn't know that. I don't know. Hmm. Shit happens. Shit happens. I don't know. You did that whole story for that. You know I did. <laughs> you know I did. Well, listeners and watchers, if you're watching, I would like to say thank you so much for watching and listening. Yes. And I'd like to thank our sponsor, Everclear. They're an advice app where you get advice from psychics and empaths so you can get clarity you need to create the life you deserve. You deserve. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. Yes. Get and that's Everclear.com and it's an app. So. Yes. And lastly, Missy, thank you for no, having a glass so. of wine with me in a podcast about thank you. And if there is any kind of omen related to wine, I would say drink more. You you drink more. That, well, that's and it'll that's, bring you good luck. That's for prediction. It'll definitely bring you good luck. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. Ah! I don't want to stop. I want to keep talking to the listeners because I've got wine. She's okay, got yeah, wine. she's right. She's right. Thank you for listening and watching. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was fun. That was cute.